Welcome to the SMT Marketing Podcast. Today's episode, How to Name a New Business. Greetings. Hey, Dave Larson here. Got another sweet podcast for you today, my friends. Today we're talking about how to name a new business. And recently I was helping a few clients with naming their companies and I wanted to describe the process in case you're going through something like that, that you have at least a framework to get the job done. So I like to do a brainstorming session first And I try to pull together a small team that's real familiar with what we're doing, what the new company is going to be all about. And I give them this instruction. I said, we're going to do a little brainstorming. There's no right or wrong answers. There's no censoring anybody's ideas or no critical picking on any idea. We're just going to let it fly. We're going to get that brain sizzling and and get it out. If you hear something that that triggers you, another thought, just lay it out there. So we're trying to generate as many names as possible. So then we, with those rules, we go and uh, give you a few things to help kind of get the brain juices going. Um, I may share this or I may not. uh, The these further idea generating. Uh, techniques, but we'll put them on you and you can decide whether or not to share them with the group or whether you just use them to generate your names. So here's what we got. So the first one I like to do is, you know, come up with names that include the main positioning for your business. So this particular client I was doing was in roofing and I just, you know, so what are some of the things that if you're a roofing company, that it might be very advantageous that, you know, it's fast, you know, rapid, rapid roofing and reliable roofing or watertight roofing. You see kind of that's you, you have in the name the main positioning that you're going to use to hold out to the marketplace. So that that's one thing you could be simple and just use the business owner's personal name, you know, your last name. And I will say that if you use a personal name, there's two drawbacks to that. That first one is everybody calls looking for you. And the second is that if if you build up a big business and you want to sell it, and let's say your family members didn't want to continue the business, then it can be a little bit of a tough sell outside the family. So not, I said tough, but not impossible. I've seen some very big family businesses running long after the owners had exited in the owner's family. So just so you have know what the pros and cons, but I don't want you censoring that right now. Just put them in there. You know, if there's a business owner's name that you could put in there. The uh, another thing is the local geographical area, the city, state, or county that you're in. So, if you're, uh, where are you operating? Are you operating in, you know, Orlando or, you know, whatever city? You know, put put uh, put those names in there. The state names, the county names, tri county. <laughs> 
Tri City. I mean, these these are you know if some places are you know split like that. So anyway, you got that. Any local landmarks, rivers, mountains, locations you know near where you are that are kind of cool, maybe tie into what your business is going to be or the area you're going to serve. So there's there's those kind of names, local animals. <laughs> I bring up the animals because they make cool mascots and there are a lot of people that, you know, that, that memorize that, you know, that, that, that they, the image captures their attention. And, um, so we've got, we had one that I thought for the roofer, I had, I had to put this one. I thought, you know, like Raptor roofing, which is kind of a cool, thing that it could have a cool mascot but unfortunately it was taken <laughs> so obviously we weren't the only ones that thought that was a good idea but um that was that was one obviously raptors aren't a local <laughs> animal but still you get the idea so something memorable where people would love to you know you know remember that that piece and maybe you could you know hand out little raptors and things when you come out so Anyway, we got that. And then uh, having some keywords in the name. Now there's some to do and some not to do in this one. So I would stay away from keywords that everyone is targeting. I don't know if you've seen that. Let's say you're a carpet cleaner and you everybody's targeting the keyword best carpet cleaner near me or, you know, and I, I wouldn't. So if you came up with it, I want to be the best carpet cleaner. That's fine if you can get it. But if you chose that to, you know, best in your name, you may not rank for your own company name, which is, you know, a tough pill to swallow. So I've seen it work and I've seen it not work. So just be aware of that. So if there's any keywords that everybody's going after, I would probably not use that in my company name lest somebody could give you the SEO flipper and kick you right out of, you know, being found under your own name. So I've got that. And then don't go with something already well-known or close to a well-known name. In other words, don't infringe on somebody else's work because that's going to get you a lawsuit. Let's say you said, I'm going to be an insurance and I'm going to be state farmer. <laughs> you know, that's too close to state farm, right? You get, you're going to get a lawsuit. So de- don't try to steal somebody else's hard work and don't infringe on their name or come too close to it because it will end badly. So Another strategy is come up with a totally made up name. This is hard to do and sometimes you need, you know, professional help to to come up with this, but the beauty of that is you don't have to worry about infringing like Exxon. They that's was a totally made up name and they didn't have to worry about that. But the bad news is that if it's a totally made up name uh that that you have to build that brand from scratch. Now, if you're a oil company, you've got plenty of money to do that. But for the average um, small business, maybe you don't have the resources to make something mean something. So remember that. So let's see what other tips. Um, 
the the rebranding. Let's say you're rebranding. I got a good example of somebody doing that recently that I recommend if you're going to rebrand, literally start fresh like a blank slate. Don't keep part of a name, especially if it doesn't fit. And let me give you this example. So this is a company, a huge company called the Info Group. And they have been around a million years selling lists and all that for, you know, marketing and, you know, mailings and things like that. And they have a product called Sales Genie, which is a software that where you can, salespeople can look up and find prospects. And, you know, if they hear about a company, they can find the contact information and a whole bunch of data on the company. So it's a pretty cool service. And they got that. And I, for whatever reason, the info group decided after many, many moons, they're going to dump the name. And they went with from, from info group to data axle, data axle. Yes, you heard that right. Why? I don't know. To me, it's crazy because they once had a product called Data Axle. So I don't know, whoever came up with that one's still there, obviously, all these years later. But that's what they switched to. So the, the uh, fine folks that did that, what, what did they do with the Sales Genie name? Well, we had to change it, of course. And it's now called Data Axle Genie. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to pick on anybody, but what the heck is that? It absolutely makes no sense. Data Axle Genie. So it took something that made pretty good sense and made it so it doesn't. <laughs> so you don't want that. Start fresh. That's, that's the wisdom behind that. So, all right, back to our brainstorming real quick here. We call a meeting, you know, tell everybody, bring some names with you. Try to get, you know, 10 names to bring with and then get everyone together. Tell the ideas, stand out, want to be memorable, share the ideas, you know, bounce ideas around, talk a little bit about, you know, the company and the positioning and that kind of thing. And then write down any new ideas. Maybe you're going to, keep, you know, combine some of the things that people said, because when you start doing the brainstorming, it sparks other ideas that, that you, nobody saw, you know, before. So it's great. So the mission is write down as many names as you can come up with. So then take a break. Don't, don't do that more than probably an hour tops. I mean, if you, if you, you know, just throw them out, no censoring, just throw them out. All right, so once you have your big list, then you got to thin the herd. And I probably wouldn't do this at the same sitting, but take the, the giant list that you've got, you know, and just delete the names that stink. The, delete the ones that you really don't like that people wouldn't want to get behind. Any negative ones, get rid of those and try to get it down to, you know, 25 or so or, or, or fewer is fine. Then what you need to do is go into search mode and look up all the the logical domain names based on the list. And you will see that, you know, quite a few of them probably are already taken. So just take those off the list. And then you've got it boiled, boiled down. And once you got your short list, all you need to do is take these to some of your prospective customers and ask their opinion or feedback on your top picks. Uh, 
because you might be shocked at what their perception of the name means and what you think it is. So get a little feedback from those out not close in the pile. Rank the top three to five because you're going to need multiple ones and then go go to your attorney and have them lock down the name starting at the top. You want them to legally tie up the name so you have it protected. So that that's what you do. And don't be surprised if some of the, you know, three to five top ones are already taken. So that's the part that stinks. So you want to have, you know, five, maybe 10 names. And uh, as you go through and you'll find out which ones are available. And then the best one, you lock it down. That's what I have for you today, my friends. Be sure to subscribe to the SMT Marketing Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are heard. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. 